Welcome back to another edition of KL Kai the podcast. I'm joined as always by our amazing co-host Olivia Hickson. I'm Olivia. Welcome to the podcast. And we've got with us Ashley Willis. Willis. She, <laughs> Ashley, she's the um, founder, creator of the website Certain Woman, which highlights women in the scriptures, um, especially the nameless women found throughout, who go usually by the title Certain Women, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. She, I'm sure she totally appreciated that. Yes, well, I feel like so that, much. I, I feel like that was that was that was that That's was perfect. Good. That is perfect. Thank you kind of want to give us an introduction to you about your life. No, you've moved around a lot and you've started this awesome website. So we just want to hear about you. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Ashley. Like they said, I'm a freshman. Um, right now, my family is in England, so that's kind of home right now. Um, and I'm studying social work. And yeah, just last month, I started this website and this project um, just to learn more about women in the gospel and women in scriptures. Mm. Awesome. It's awesome. What What was it, I guess, that inspired you or kind of made it click that you wanted to start this website when you did? So last semester, I um, there was like a trivia night. Mm-hmm. Um as I went to someone's family evening, and mm-hmm. no one knew the all the names of the General Relief Society presidency. <laughs> and I, my whole life, have been um, kind of an advocate for women's equality and mm-hmm. feminist issues, especially in the church. And when I realized that even I didn't, I couldn't name any of the uh-huh. <laughs> General Relief Society presidency. I realized that that was a problem, and um, that kind of just like started a search to know more about the women of the church and church leadership and church history and pioneers and those in the scriptures um and wanted just to create a resource that both men and women could go to so they could learn more and be more educated about the women so Mm. i love that i'm pretty sure everybody knows this about me but this is like a like a thing that's like really close to my heart i love talking about women in the church i actually wrote an article about it that'll be coming out in our next issue so look out for that um but i've just been able to interview like so many amazing female professors on campus so i feel like it's just like so awesome like spotlighting these women on campus and just in church and in the scriptures and everything it's just so thank you for doing yeah, that no Ashley. there's there's so many amazing women professors on campus yeah. they're incredible so what do you think um is the biggest thing you've learned so far by doing this website like um, some of your content, like what's something that's really stuck out to you the most? Oh, there are so, so many things mm-hmm. I could just go on and on about. But I think <laughs> the thing I've learned the most is just how strong and capable women have been like since the beginning of time. I mean, mm-hmm. I've written about women from 600 BC to women today. And throughout all of history, they have these incredible attributes. And also, I didn't realize just how much. Um, like prophets and apostles, like the men of our church talk about women mm-hmm. and address these strong women um, and credit them to a lot of why our church exists. Um, President Nelson said that our church wouldn't be here today without the women of the church and Emma Smith. So mm-hmm. that was something really special I learned. And just like learning about all the different attributes and what makes women different from men and like how we're perfectly equal and unique. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. I just... I love your whole mission. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Has it, I don't know, ha, what's it been like so far? Has it been well-received? Has it been? Yes, I've only it? gotten a couple um, negative feedback, but overall it's been 
like the out like so many people have shared so many people have responded I've had um the most response I've gotten is about my work about Heavenly Mother mm-hmm. um and the articles I've written about her um so many people have messaged me and asked for resources to learn more about her and how I have learned about her and mm. that has been the greatest response is talking about Heavenly Mother can yeah. you kind of talk about like what your angle is that you're writing about Heavenly Mother from. So I know there's like, I don't want to call it a stigma, but I'll call it a stigma for these yeah, purposes. It's a taboo. Yeah, a taboo. Sure. There we go. Around Heavenly Mother and talking mm-hmm. about her. Can you kind of talk about like your take on it? Yes. So mm-hmm. my take is um, I actually today just posted an article um, and the BYU uh, Maxwell Institute published in uh, like a scholarly journal about mm-hmm. the history of Heavenly Mother and how no prophet and apostle has ever come out and said that she is too sacred to talk about. It's kind of been this cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there's an entire Gospel Topics essay about her. Prophets and apostles have talked about her multiple times. There's Enzyme articles. Um, my approach to it is that we can and we should talk about her in a very sacred and reverent way to people who have the heart to be reverent about it. Mm. Um I also, well, we don't know any, like, nothing really has been revealed. We know that we do have a mother in heaven who is Heavenly Father's equal. Um, As far as that goes, we really don't know much about her, but I think everyone is entitled to search for her in their life and to have a relationship with her. And I think it's a very personal Mm -hmm. thing, and it's really a personal revelation whether or not people want to seek her, pray to her, however they feel they can involve her in their life is very, very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is appropriate to talk about her in a sacred and reverent way as prophets and apostles and leaders of our church have done. Mm. If you feel comfortable sharing, um, like what made you start believing in these things? Like what was your first initial thing where you're like, wow, like I feel like Heavenly Mother needs to be talked about, of course, in that reverent yeah, and yeah. really sacred manner, but, like, she needs to be talked about. Like, what made, what was the first thing that made you start thinking that way? So, it wasn't until last semester in my Eternals Families class with uh, Daniel Sharp. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to him. Yes. Um, that was the first time in my whole life, and I've been born and raised in the church, that I ever had a lesson dedicated to Heavenly Mother. Mm. And the title of the class was Heavenly Mother. And I was just like, my mind was blown <laughs> that we could talk about her and that he told us it is a myth that we can't. Mm-hmm. And it's a myth that she's too sacred um, to talk about. And that completely like rocked my world. Mm-hmm. And he um, gave us a lot of resources and quotes about her. And that's really what started after that class I left. And I was just, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't know her. She is my mother in heaven and I don't even know her. Mm-hmm. And that's really what started like my search and my you know trying to find as much information from good sources as I could and trying to build my own testimony about her but that was supported by um you know like good sources Mm. um so yeah really it wasn't until last semester thanks that religion class that (laughs) really kick-started my whole search for our mother in heaven Mm. no yeah I I remember I took his um, maternal family Mm -hmm. class my first semester here and I loved, I loved that class, and I especially loved because he talks a lot, not just about Heavenly Mother, but about women in the church. Yeah. And in a way that I'd never heard anyone talk about women in the church before. Um, and for me, that I'd always struggled with that, um, just thinking about, well, 
women and men are equal, but why doesn't it feel that way all the time in the church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we talked about it in that class, it just kind of, it was the first time that I ever felt that the sort of feelings that I'd felt about, you know, the dynamic between men and women that doesn't have to be like that. And that when you look deeper, that it's not supposed to be mm-hmm. like that, that it's set up in a way that everyone is equal, always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always that church culture is what I talk it I exactly. talk about. Uh-huh. Um where it's the gospel is all men and women are equal. We have our separate roles and everything. But there's always it goes from like God, it goes from the to the general authorities and then it trickles down into our churches in our different areas. So I grew up in a very conservative part of California, which is very weird for California. <laughs> Most people think it's like very liberal and everything. Yeah. So it was a different. Um, there was a different like priesthood dynamic there. It was, mm-hmm. I won't go too much into it, but it was it was interesting. Um, so I feel like it's always just about stepping back from that, stepping back from some of those bad experiences that I've had as a woman in the church, and just focusing on the gospel. And I think that's what's so amazing about certain women is that it's like talking about that. It's a a platform, I feel like, where women can come together and men, men can come together as well. Um, and we can all come together and talk about this in a healthy way. Do you feel like that's kind of how it's been going for you, Ashley? Oh, yeah, exactly. And I, I definitely would tend to used to get stuck in the whole, oh, only three women talked in general conference and that would mm-hmm. make me sad. And I would kind of focus on something, you know, a priest leader said to me at church that was sexist and it hurt. And Focus on all the negatives, and mm-hmm. um, it's important to recognize those things when they happen and to call them out and be like, okay, we need to make changes in our church culture because the gospel is perfect, the people of the church aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I initially started writing and thinking about my website um, to talk about issues in church culture, mm-hmm. and then I realized that instead the approach I want to take was just focusing on the good, strong women mm-hmm. um, instead of the issues, and hopefully by doing so, that would just promote a positive change instead of highlighting everything negative, all yeah. the negative experiences that women do have, um, just focusing on the good. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me think of when I was writing that article about women in the church our boss sister lambert was reading it or she was talking to me about how i was structuring it and she's like you cannot start with complaining or people <laughs> saying everything that's wrong because that's just going to turn people off like that and she's like you need to talk about the positives and then you can kind of warm them up and then talk about some of the negatives that are happening so i feel like that's the only way like in history as well that we learn yeah. is from the positives eventually I mean, we learn from our failures, but I feel like the positives are what always make it better, obviously. That was a total obvious statement, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, what other content are you thinking about coming out with, like, in future weeks? Oh, such a good question. I'm so excited. <laughs> I feel like I have, so, like, too many things I want to do. No, and it's I great. I don't have enough time. Um, in the future, I'm going to start a series about Emma Smith soon. There mm-hmm. is a lot to talk about her, and there's her relationship with Joseph, her as a mother, her childhood. For sure. Um, that's something I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, talking more about women pioneers, I'm going to go through all of the General Leaf Society presidents since Emma Smith and talk about them and give a biography about their lives because... We know all the all the prophets. There's a song mm-hmm. about Latter-day prophets, and I don't know any of the generally <laughs> studied presidents and young women's presidents and primary presidents. So 
those are some other things I'm going to talk about and just go through all the women in the scriptures. Mm. Uh, it is sad there aren't, I mean, I can go through all the women that are named in the scriptures in a year and write about them. Mm-hmm. And that's all because there aren't many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do hope to do that and hope to feature um, certain women that are, you know, in my ward and in um, the community and talk about their stories too. So mm-hmm. a lot of ideas, um, a lot of things I want to talk about and cover. And Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is so exciting. I mean, the sky's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> shoot. Okay. So I have a question. Is there an end goal for, for certain women and for all the projects that you're working on? Is there like a, do you have kind of like a guiding, this is what you want kind of at the end of the road? Mm, yeah. I mean, for me, I just really want to educate and to be able to talk more about women and to be able to use their stories and sign school lessons and talks and have more people just know about who the women who shaped our church and the scripture are. Um, and just, uh, and if, if no one reads my website, mm-hmm. that is fine because I have learned so much. And if anything, mm-hmm. it's on selfish, but this project is, has been like a testimony strengthener for me. Mm-hmm. And even just for me, it's all worth it. I just hope that um, the young women of the church, especially, can uh, look to these stories and these examples and learn from them. And that we just are, in general, are more inclusive and um, are more aware and can appreciate and be thankful and grateful and talk about these women and talk about Heavenly Mother in a reverent way. Uh, and that's that's really my goal is to just encourage more conversation and uh, just be more educated, I think, overall mm. in the church culture. Wow. That's amazing. Can you kind of talk about, I know there's some other a websites and yeah. like social media that kind of do similar things, not the same things, um, but they do kind of similar things. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like Sistas and Zion. Yeah, like, oh, I like love them. Favorite. I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> Can you kind of talk about some of your inspirations? Like oh, yeah, I know you've teamed sure. up with a few as well, mm-hmm. so you talk about that too. If yes, like. that is that is one of them. Sistas <laughs> and Zion. Their books are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also two accounts right now with um, around five thousand followers. They have a pretty large following um, that are dedicated to art and poetry and stories about Heavenly Mother, and they do a sort mm-hmm. of very reverent, very reverent way. Um, Seeking Heavenly Mother is one, and Our Mother in Heaven is the other, and they're both Latter-day Saint sources. Mm-hmm. Those have been my biggest inspirations as far as my Heavenly Mother section goes, and I've been in communication with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think there is a book, and it's on the Church History Press website called At the Pulpit, mm. which is um, a compilation of women's conference addresses since Lucy Mack Smith gave the first address in, wow. oh, I don't remember the year, <laughs> in the 19th century, mm-hmm. very, very early on when Brigham mm-hmm. Young was the president. Mm-hmm. And so that is, I would say, the best resource to learn about women in church history because it has so many talks and addresses just given by women um, typically for women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's sorry. That's just really. I feel like it's it's um inspiring to me. I mean, it's different for me because I'm a, I'm a guy. Um, <laughs> really? Well, I mean, I, I do have a, I do have a point with with as to where I'm getting at. Um, I'm a guy, so it's my experience in the church inherently is going to be different from any woman's in the church ever. 
um, just just because that's the way it is, unfortunately. But I mean, you know, everyone yeah, has different experiences. Um, but I I always have been and always will be sort of a uh, a big advocate for women having a bigger and more visibly equal role in the church. Um, I think especially as a black man, um, there's been not so much now at all, really, but there's been a long church history where, um, you know, the black members of the church, men and women, they weren't afforded the same blessings as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really a big fan of what you're doing, um, trying oh, thank to, you so much. to bring that equality that is needed because all of us are God's children and we all have a place um, and I think it's really special. So I just, you know, want to put that out there. Yeah, thank you so much. That's so important. I always go back to Second Ephi twenty six thirty three, that talks about how all men and women and bond and free, black and white, you know, male and female, um, is so important. And there are, there's racism that exists in church culture. There's sexism. There's so many issues, but that we, I think it's so important to remember that's not the gospel. Mm-hmm. And Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, look on the heart. And um, that's, I'm just, I don't know, I'm hoping to kind of bridge some of those gaps in church mm-hmm. culture. And yeah, but thank you so much. No, yeah. Um, also, that is pretty much about all the time that we've got left for today, yeah. unfortunately. Um, Thanks, but Ashley. Thank you so much no, for coming on. Thank you on, so much. Thank great. you. <laughs> you can't tell I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, no, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's great stuff. And we'd love to have you back on someday, too. Yeah, thank you just so much. Just kind of give an update as how. Um, certain women is going and for sure the rest of your projects as well perfect thank you so much thank you yeah <laughs> uh quick update um this friday of course we're gonna be back with our friday show and then we'll be back after the weekend with our usual tuesday show with another guest so thanks so much for coming on and that's all from us